Hi, welcome to the TDO Project. So for this episode, I thought of reacting to some of the TV adaptations and or upcoming TV adaptations or film that are on the science fiction and fantasy genre. I am highly anticipating The Wheel of Time. This is going to be dropping November 19th. So if you've been listening to me on my previous episodes, I've been hyping The Wheel of Time a lot. And I've been reading those books for about three years now. I'm in book eight. So I'm really excited to finally see the TV adaptation. It's already November. So we have, I think, just barely two weeks before it drops. So really excited about that. So while waiting for that, I thought of looking for um, other science fiction and fantasy film and TV adaptations. So while doing that, I came across BuzzFeed News' list of 15 science fiction and fantasy film and TV adaptations to look forward to. Are you the same? Are you a fantasy fan? So let's go through the list and let me share my thoughts on them. So before I start, as always, I would like to ask you, how was your week? I hope you had a good week. Um, It's almost cold season. It's actually cold season here in Dubai. I'm pretty happy about that because the heat is actually one of the reasons why I don't want working in the office because that means that I would have to commute going to the office. And when it's summer here, the heat could be really brutal, especially at its peak. And right now, It's cold season, so I love it. And also, it's almost December, so it is holiday season once again. Are you planning to travel this December, these holidays? Especially now that the COVID travel restriction is slowly starting to ease up. So I'm wondering if people are actually now keen to travel. I know that it's some parts of the world, like in the Philippines, it's still quite difficult to do that. The COVID cases are still up, but... um, excuse me, in other countries like where I am uh, in the UAE, we're pretty much back to normal. So myself, I am actually thinking of uh, traveling outside the UAE maybe this coming uh, December too for about two weeks and I would have to put the podcast on hold during that and maybe come back next month or next year around January. All right, so like I said in the intro, I am highly anticipating The Wheel of Time, one of the epic fantasy series that I'm currently reading and I am on BuzzFeed News right now. I came across this article because I wanted to see what other science fiction and fantasy film and TV adaptations are out there. So they have an article called 15 Science Fiction and Fantasy Film and TV Adaptations to Look Forward to. This is written by Margaret Kingsbury, a BuzzFeed contributor, posted on August 17, 2021. So some of uh, the shows here, I think, is already showing. First on her list is Foundation. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. So this is originally published as short stories in 1942. Um, this is a series by one of the OG science fiction authors, Isaac Asimov, very famous science fiction author. I haven't actually read any of his novels, uh, but I am familiar with Foundation. Uh, Definitely, he's one of the big names, like I said, in science fiction. So if you are into science fiction, it's impossible not to know him or at least heard of him. So it says here that the Foundation TV series already has premiered last September and it stars Jared Harris, Lee Pace, Lulu Bell, Leia Harvey, Laura Byrne, um, and some others as part of the cast. So I'm familiar with Jared Harris. 
very good actor. The last series that I've seen him on was uh, Chernobyl. That was a series on HBO. And Chernobyl is, of course, the events pertaining to the Chernobyl disaster about that nuclear thing that blew up, right? So if you if you're uh, if you've seen that yeah you know what I'm talking about but yeah very good uh, TV series as well and Jared Harris was really good in it too so if you are uh, interested in the Chernobyl tragedy that's one TV series that you have to watch I'm not sure but I'm assuming that there are also other adaptations uh, that pertain to the Chernobyl event there's only TV series that I've seen but it was pretty good so I would recommend that you check it out if you're interested of course we're all familiar with Lee Pace so about the TV show. It has a 70% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It has seven episodes. And it says here that according to critical consensus, Foundation's big budget production and impressive performances are a sight to behold, but it struggles to wrangle the behemoth that is its source material into a fully satisfying series. So 70% rating, that's not bad. Usually, if it's 70% or up, I usually am very interested to watch it. So that is not bad at all. I might I might actually give this a go. So yeah, that's The Foundation. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. Next on her list is Dune. Of course, this is... Everybody now knows about Dune. This is a two-part film adaptation of Frank Herbert's classic science fiction novel that takes place mostly on the desert planet Arrakis. So it has an 83% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It actually premiered last October simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max for 31 days. As we all know, the film stars are Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson... Jason Momoa and more. So Rebecca Ferguson, I loved her as Lady Jessica. I have been actually talking about Dune in the past episodes too and I've been raving about it. I think it's a great movie visuals wise. I think it's unparalleled just in comparison to whatever is out there uh, currently. According to some sources, Dune has been the most pirated movie for two weeks. It actually has earned $69 million domestically and nearly $300 million worldwide. So definitely not bad. And of course, without the COVID thing, this could have earned a lot, lot more uh, in terms of theater uh, moviegoers, right? So yeah, so that's Dune for you. And of course... On her list too is The Wheel of Time set to premiere on Amazon Prime this coming November 19 and we have a lot of materials, promo materials uh, in the past few weeks because well we're just weeks away from the premiere so the showrunners and you know Amazon Prime just churning out promo material right after or one after another <laughs> so so just for its numbers, I was interested in how its trailer was faring. About, I think two months ago, we had the teaser trailer. Right now, it has 11 million views. And they dropped the official trailer about a week ago, which now has 4.3 million views. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. So again, this is going to be on Amazon Prime. Please do watch it because... <laughs> Um, if you listen to me here, I always ramble about The Wheel of Time. So I hope that you watch it with me. And I'm just going to go fangirl over it. <laughs> I don't care. But it's a little bit scary, to be honest. Because if you've been fangirling over something or you've been anticipating something, a TV show like this, for years now, and it turns out to be bad, <laughs> I don't want to be disappointed. But so far from how it looks, like from all the promo materials, all the teaser all the trailers, 
it looks good. So I have high expectations for The Wheel of Time. Before, I didn't really have any expectations. I, don't, I, I want to be level-headed when it comes to, to shows. But man, I've been reading these books for, for about three years now. And I've been anticipating this TV show for about the same amount of time. So I really hope that this turns out good or it's going to be like one of the most disappointing things that I have ever witnessed in my life. <laughs> Let's hope that that's not the case. <laughs> the show will be covering, or its first season will be covering the first three books. Uh, not really the first three books, just first book, second book, and a little bit of the third book. It stars Rosamund Pike as Moraine, one of my favorites in the books. And other leading cast members include Yosha Stradowski as Rand Alther, Marcus Rutherford as Parrot Ibarra, Barney Harris as Math Cawthon, Zoe Robbins as Nynaeve, and of course Madeline Madden as Egwene. So Barney Harris will be replaced come season 2. I was pretty bummed about that because I thought that he's a perfect Matt. But you know, there are just some things that you could not control. But again, still looking forward to this most definitely. And I would also just like to mention just very quickly, as I was going through this list, I noticed that there is no The Witcher season 2. So it seems that The Witcher season 2, which is going to be shown on Netflix, is going to be going head to head against The Wheel of Time. The Witcher season 2 will be released on December 17th. It has also released its official trailer. And funny thing was that they've released this like a day right after the Wheel of Time official trailer dropped. So yeah, definitely they will go head to head. Their trailer now has 6.5 million views. I have seen season one last year and I gave it about three out of five stars, I think. It was good. I think my main gripe about it was that I was really confused about the time jumps I wasn't a reader of the book, so I was not familiar with the story. So when they do these flashbacks, it was a bit hard to follow the story or the timeline because it wasn't presented clearly to. So that was my main thing about it. But overall, I thought it was it was good. Henry Cavill was perfectly cast as Geralt, uh, in my humble opinion. And though it, I expected it to be a lot better than how it turned out, I am still looking forward to season two. Definitely, I'm going to watch it too. Right now, season one, it's uh, sitting at 68% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's not a bad rating at all. But come season two, I hope that the issues from season one have been addressed and would have a much, much better viewing experience than before. So moving on with this list, the next is The Sandman. And according here, this is a TV series that is based on Neil Gaiman's comic book series of the same name. I haven't read uh, this comic book. I'm not really into comic series uh, too, but this is very popular. Um, and of course, Neil Gaiman is a very popular author. I've read some of his books, but I haven't read The Sandman. And this is one of the most popular comics from Neil Gaiman, as if I'm not mistaken, because even though I'm not a comic fan, I am very familiar with uh, The Sandman. This is going to be on Netflix. It has no release date yet, but um, filming has recently ended. And I did check YouTube if they had a trailer out. They did have a first look trailer a month ago. It has 3.2 million views. So uh, yeah, but still no release date yet. The cast includes Tom Sturridge, Gwendolyn, Christy, Vivian, Ashim Pong, Kirby Howell, Baptist, Maxon Alexander Park, Donna Preston, 
and many more. Yeah, this is something that I am also interested to watch. Next is House of the Dragon. I have mentioned this in my previous episodes. This is a prequel to Game of Thrones, which takes place 300 years earlier and tells the story of how Stargarian. This show is based on George R.R. Martin's book, Fire and Blood. So this is going to be on HBO Max. They released a teaser about a month ago. It has 13 million views now (laughs) on YouTube. So... A lot of people are still excited about the Game of Thrones uh, saga, even though a lot has been disappointed with uh, season eight, <laughs> how it ended. But I don't know. I, I it's it's okay. Um, I think Game of Thrones, just based on its magnitude and what it was able to accomplish, is still one of my top three TV series of all time. <laughs> And I do hope that someday I would be able to read uh, the book series itself. I'm just a little bit scared to pick it up right now because it's not finished yet. And this is one of those massive epic fantasy series that really takes time to read and needs full commitment. I don't want to dive into it knowing that it's not yet finished because I do would want to know how it ends. See, this is what the King Killer Chronicles series did to me. I am now scared to pick up and read Unfinished Works. Because I've seen, I mean, I've read the first two books in that series and it's now been 10 years and we still don't have the last book. So yeah, probably not gonna pick up the Game of Thrones book series anytime soon, but definitely I would be watching House of the Dragon on HBO Max when it drops in 2022. Alright, so next on this list is Lord of the Rings. This is also on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, man. Amazon Prime is coming through for us fantasy fans. It says here that the show will take place during the Second Age, thousands of years before the events in The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So it looks like it will premiere uh, next year, September 2022. The series is led by showrunners and executive producers J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay. There was this article that I saw uh, previously that says that the Wheel of Time is there to tide us over before the Lord of the Rings dropped, which irked a lot of Wheel of Time fans, understandably. Um, yeah, that was a bad take. I forgot which publication it was, but yeah, they said that. And a lot of people had a reaction to that. I'm sure that a lot of people are fans of both Lord of the Rings and The Wheel of Time, like myself. So I'm really excited that both of these shows are coming to us in the very near future. Alright, so next on this list that really caught my attention was the Broken Earth trilogy by N.K. Jemisin. So I've read this series and I loved it. I'm a fan The fifth season, the first book in the series, was awarded the Hugo Award for Best Novel back in 2016, making Jemisin the first black person to win the award. It has also won the Sputnik Award and was nominated for the Nebula Award and World Fantasy Award for Best Novel. Actually, all three novels in this series has won a Yugo for best novel. The magic in this world is erogeny, the ability to manipulate geologic formations, and a fifth season occurs when a massive upheaval causes an apocalypse by wiping out most of humanity until the survivors rebuild once more. And according to this BuzzFeed article, TriStar Pictures won a bidding war over the trilogy with the author doing the adaptation and Searchlight Television is also option Jamison's first fantasy series, The Inheritance Trilogy, for TV. I haven't read that, um, but it says here that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's Westbrook Studios will produce it. 
Props to Jamison for her accomplishments, very well deserved. Looking forward to the Broken Earth trilogy and how they will adapt this. And very excited to see who they will cast as Essen, our lead character. Okay, moving on. Children of Blood and Bone is also listed here. I haven't read this. It says that it is set in a West African-inspired fantasy world. This is the first book in a YA epic fantasy series. And this will be shown on Disney+. Plus. According to the latest updates, I'm not sure if there's more development when it comes to this because, again, this article has been written around August of 2021. So it says here that not many details have been released about this adaptation yet. But in December, Disney announced that Lucasfilm is in partnership with 20th Century Studios who will be adapting the series. So I haven't read this series, but again, I'm familiar with this because it's one of the most uh, popular books that have been uh, talked about in the booktube community because I follow a lot of booktubers. And I don't also read a lot of YA, but if there's a really good one, I'm of course open to reading that. I'm not the type to snub a book just because of its target audience or its genre. But, you know, exception to the rule is romance. I really could not. So <laughs> I'm very much open to everything except for romance. Sorry, romance genre fans. I I'm sure it's great, but it's just not for me. <laughs> okay, Children of Blood and Bone. If the show turns out to be really good, then I might actually pick it up and read it. Okay, another one listed here, Ninth House by Leigh Bardugo. Leigh Bardugo, one of the authors that's really famous in the booktube community. Ninth House has been on my radar for quite some time now. It's been on my TBR list, but I just haven't gotten around to reading it. But I'm happy that it is also going to be adapted. This is going to be again on Amazon Prime. And according to the latest updates here, Amazon Studios announced its plans to develop Ninth House into a series in 2019, with author Leigh Bardugo set to write and produce the series along with Poya Shabazian, sorry if I mispronounced that, and back in June, Bardugo posted on Instagram that she would be taking a social media hiatus to work on the adaptation. Ninth House was published by Flatter and Books in 2019 and has been nominated for Best Fantasy in the Audi Award, also in the Locust Award, and actually won Goodreads Choice Awards. Leigh Bardugo is more known for her YA books, and Ninth House is her first novel for adults. I don't think I've read a Leigh Bardugo book, but I've heard a lot of good things about Ninth House. So yeah, definitely on my TBR and also on my to-be-watch list when it comes out. So the rest of the books listed here, I'm not really familiar with. We have Station Eleven. We have um, Kindred. We have Red Queen. Oh, Red Queen. I've heard about this. This was a YA book, but not really interested to read this. I've seen the reviews. Not good. Um, it says that uh, it'll be shown on Peacock. I don't even know what that is. Peacock. So according to the latest updates here, three executive producers have signed on for this one-hour drama TV series, including the author Victoria Aveyard, Elizabeth Banks, and showrunner Beth Schwartz. And it says here too that Banks will also direct and star in a major role. Okay, so that's Red Queen for you. Uh, we also have The Last Herald Mage here. It also has Project Hail Mary, Empires of Wild. And Who Fears Death, which will be on HBO Max. 
So definitely a great time to be a science fiction and fantasy fan. A lot of shows coming our way. I personally cannot wait to watch some of these and also check out those that are already showing, especially Foundation. I also need to catch up on The Expanse. I've seen season one. I liked it. And it's probably going to take a back seat though because The Wheel of Time is coming and also The Witcher Season 2. But definitely I'm going to uh, watch the rest of it since I've seen Season 1 already. And it's not bad. It's actually good. Uh, good enough to push me forward and motivate me to watch the rest of the series. And I've heard a lot of good stuff about it too from fans. You know, I wasn't exactly jumping up and down after I've seen season one, but I've heard a lot of uh, good things, a lot of good reviews, like I said, from fans and even the casual viewers. So, you know, maybe it's worth watching the rest of the series. So what about you? What are you most excited about? Are you a fantasy reader? Are you a science fiction reader? You don't care? <laughs> Tell me about it. Feel free to connect with me on Twitter. I am at the TDL Project. And if you're part of Twitter of Time, I am at Katswain. <laughs> I tweet up mainly about the Wheel of Time and I joined the fandom in, you know, just talking about the Wheel of Time, basically. You can also check out the website, thetdlproject.com. So that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. See you again next time.